Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. This week, we have a live Zone of Truth coming up on Sunday, April 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern. This is a Patreon-exclusive benefit for the $10 and up tiers. If you are a patron, you get to be a priority question asker while the show is happening. We also provide a phone number for call-in submissions, too, if you want your voice to be heard on the show. In addition to the Live Zone Truth benefit, you get exclusive access to another monthly event where you get to listen to an episode with the gang while having a few drinks. This is all on top of getting the $5 and up tier benefit of our additional show, Link Legacy. Link Legacy has a variety of players and GMs that play through Paizo modules and have a great time doing that. If any of this sounds interesting to you, then go ahead, follow that link in our episode description, check out our Patreon and the other fantastic benefits we have at higher tiers. Join the Patreon at the $10 and up tiers before Sunday and join in on our live zone of truth. That's what I have for you for this week. So now I'll welcome you to episode 191, Pallid Point. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 191, starting with Steve. Steve, you have shit on your hand. Sure do. All right, so I won, not lost, won yeah. the drink poll last week. Very excited for this. Can't be more hyped. I've got a wonderful drink from my favorite person in the Discord. I'm just going to call it now. Uh, Caranthamum hit me with an Arcadian Prairie Fire. You guys were real nice to me this week, giving me this one. Tequila, Tabasco, and sour cream. So I've mixed the Tabasco and tequila in a shot glass, and then like a tequila shot, I will be licking the sour cream off my hand. So what order should I do this? Should I do sour cream first? I don't think so. The sour Mm. cream is going to coat your mouth with oil. Mm. So maybe the hot stuff will stick to. Yeah. All right. Sour cream chaser. It is. (laughs) That makes sense. How was it? Good try, Caranthamum. She still your favorite in the Discord after that. Yep. My favorite fan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there are little tears in your eyes, bud. Tears of joy. <laughs> you get a little misty. One of my favorite things about this is that we know her exact like listening schedule. She's not gonna get to this. Yeah, she, she'll it's hear this. So long. <laughs> yeah. And she'll be a, happy when she does. Mm-hmm. What a treat for her. What a treat for me as well. Never been burned by a bit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not even going out? Nope. <laughs> we'll see about that tonight. <laughs> Who's next? Because I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what you drinking? Tonight I have a strawberry white claw. Delicious and refreshing. Steve, I saw you open a sidearm there. What you got? Oh, I'm... You're correct, Griffin. This is purely a sidecar. I wasn't clearing my palate or anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Outer Belt Brewing. I had uh, one of these on the show, I don't know, maybe five, six episodes ago. This is their morning commute coffee brown. Mm, it's really good. Just like that Patreon drink. Brooks? Oh. You got something good over there? Thanks, Griff. I do. Ranch water. More ranch water. More ranch water. This week it's lemon lime and uh you should have put the sour cream in it uh, we have more left oh good and just yeah. to follow up sour cream pairs well with coffee <laughs> as i've just learned <laughs> come on, come on now. <laughs> well i mean i also had to finish off the rest of steve's uh shot because to uh, to all of our listeners he really really enjoys tequila so he gave me some to share. All right. Well, well, let's be very clear here. I drank the entire shot. There was extra tequila in the bottle. Yeah. If you've ever seen a Patron shooter, they're a little larger than a shot. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. So I finished that a little bit, but and so this this uh, this ranch water will 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 make it go down easy. I'm not going to use that, but I wanted to. <laughs> Haley, what you drinking? I was kind of dumb today and didn't drink any water, so I've got water with me. I do have, if I'm desperate, if I'm desperate, I have a Topo Chico tangy lemon lime next to me. These taste like straight ass. And so I, this is like a, this would be like a sad runes had a bad day if I open this. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get her to open it. It tastes like so bad. It is bad. I hate those. As for me, I'm drinking a bourbon on the rocks, followed up by a liquid death severed lime seltzer. I think we need to roll off. This is an important one. Don't yeah. you dare let me down. <laughs> the boys. Do it for the boys. Trying to do if I tra- which die do I pick? Ugh. The boys are counting on you. Oh, fuck the boys. Boys lost it. Yeah, what'd you roll? A three. Oh, I rolled a seven. Oh, oh come on. And I specifically rolled it on the table because you guys gave me so much shit for oh. dropping my damn die. Oh, I hate this for us so much. <laughs> you know what? Episode's canceled. <laughs> I, just don't have I, don't have I, re- I remember three episodes ago when it was the boys left and I said the boys are about to collapse like a house of cards <laughs> and we went down one <laughs> after the other <laughs> oh, my prognostication that I'd be right after Steve gets a shitty drink is right on the money mm-hmm. yeah but uh, you know I don't have to use the same poll as Steve because he had the special. I'm not win. asking for the special poll. He's All demanding right. it. No, I'm not demanding it either. <laughs> All right, regular. In fact, if you, if you value Freya, I'd say maybe don't put it on the special poll. <laughs> Are you sure there was a drink on there with bell pepper juice? What is that? Bell pepper juice, like a, a, like like a, a juicer. Bell pepper that you squeeze, I guess. Apparently, I guess you put it in a juicer. Polarize that we it. Own. No, I'm the HLP sure. juicer in the break room, Haley. Obviously, you put it in the juicer. We don't own a, a juicer. In you like haven't been to the break room lately. Is that not just our house? Yeah, the break room's got a juicer in it now. Or Griffin's for all the muscles. drinks that we've been making. Okay. Griffin, Griffin's gonna squish it between his, his muscles. Well, I was gonna squish it between my thighs, but oh yeah, <laughs> you're doing the wrong those, those are muscles. Maybe, yeah, 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 muscles, yeah, but it's just a different yeah, yeah, ass cheek, some glutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we also have a gym let in that our bell, facility. <laughs> let that bell pepper juice run down the crack your ass. Well, it's kind of like taking one of those shots from the ice luge. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> you guys are foul. I call, I call this the nice luge. <laughs> Who wants a sip? Can I, I changed oh. my mind. This is the worst thing we've said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it gets better so every week. Whack. Well, when last we left our heroes, they had talked to an alchemist who is the main suspect for these vampire murders, but found information contrary to that. Matumbe used his detect lies and was able to determine that this guy, although he might be into some shady stuff, doesn't seem to be the murderer. You then went to Lady Ivanya's party, her soiree, and we're able to talk to her and her husband. She suspects that she's the next vampire on this murderer's list. And so she hasn't left the underground in some time, but she suggested that maybe if you want to catch this person, you send someone disguises her up into restoration park where she believes is the last known location of several of her friends that have been murdered. You guys kind of started concocting a plan. And I think that's where we'll start this episode off. You don't have bumping party music? Oh, I mean. <laughs> Maybe you guys stepped out for a moment. <laughs> you hear in the back. <laughs> All right, so uh, I I want to go to bed. Uh, but after that, are we looking for furniture tomorrow or are we talking to the spawns? I believe we will need to talk to the spawn. They are right close by. Might be nice to swing by Evelyn as well, and then we will need to do our decoy plan. We can fit furniture shopping in there as well. Fine by me. Well, uh, Evelyn then the spawns. Sure. Well, because we want to we want to ask her how it felt because her master died technically. Mm. Right. Indeed. We'll have some time during the day. 
we could likely do some furniture shopping then, before it gets dark. All right. So, go to let's let's go back to the hotel. Uh, then gonna wake up. We're gonna go furniture shopping until it gets like what evening, and then head back down. Talk to Evelyn. Go see spawns. Depending on where we are, then go get. Uh, depending on if these spawns are violent, uh, then go get the uh, the bartender that is a humanoid to then uh, dress up like his wife and um, be bait. That sounds like a plan to me. Cool. Well, I know exactly how to take you to that same hotel that we were at. That you know can uh, navigate us there. So you kind of reverse course through the vampire underground and through the sewers and back up into the glass house and into Restoration Park. It is deep in the middle of the night at this point, and you make your way back to the inn. By the way, Matumbe, I think the next time when we come down, we should just go ahead and, like, I don't know, really shove that signet ring out because I don't want to get into a fight going down uh, to the... Layer again. These are wise words, my <laughs> companion. I agree. Let's lead with the ring. Cool. Now I'm picturing Matumbe, who's already very tall, just sitting with his fist out in the ring. <laughs> By all powers combined. <laughs> yes. All right. Bedtime. Okay. As you sleep, make me a perception check. Mm. 33 for Freya. I got a natural 20. For a 45. You got me whipped. I got a 36. 32. Rune, you're roused from your slumber by noise outside your window. What kind of noise? It sounds like maybe a scraping. All right, cool. I'm going to immediately grab my bow and shove Freya to wake her up and then point towards the window. And I'm also going to look out the window while getting my bow together. Okay. What's out there? You're getting your bow together. You see a bat flying away, making haste. Okay. I'm guessing that was probably a vampire, but that's it? That's all. It, okay, hang on. I heard the noise from on the roof. From outside the window. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Freya's probably starting to wake up now. Yeah, should probably wake up pretty quick. Knowing that we, I mean, could be danger, vampires are dying. So she would also go to like grab her bow too as she wakes up. Uh, Freya, there, there's a noise outside, but when I looked, um, now don't, don't think I'm foolish. It was just a bat, but it was like scratching at the window. Maybe was a vampire bat. And by that, I mean a, a vampire that is being a bat at that time and not a vampire bat. I figured as much. Freya gets up to like, look at the window. Um, is there any like marking on the window? Like, did it scratch something into the glass? Make a perception check. Yeah, Ooh, I can uh, yeah. do that too. Was it a friendly scratching? We will find out. That's a 29. I rolled a 16 plus 25. That's very high. That's very high. I don't know what that is. Off the top of my head though. 41. Thank you. You open the window and you both see footprints on the wall. Human foot? Yes. Okay. Well, with knowing that, we got we probably got to wake the boys. Yeah, let's get Matumbe's knowledge over here. <laughs> Everybody can probably still sleep a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quit, Quitly, too. Oh, I forgot about Don't, don't forget, he's still around. And Jimbirium, you know, he can sleep in. Uh... Ooh, we should also check your windows, too, to see if they're also footprints. Hmm. Is it time to wake up already? So you, you guys are heading over to... The boys. I think we'd close the window... And then head over to the boys' room. When you open the door to the boys' room, you see Matumbe thrashing around in bed. And beneath him, you can see kind of like an outline of his body in sweat. Matumbe, after you fall asleep, you dream. Okay. And in front of you, you see the swirl of gates and tombs and buildings leading up to the spire of the boneyard. There is no line of souls, no petitioners, and you make your way up 
and around and around and around, and this path seems unending. And finally, you realize that this can't be the boneyard. It shouldn't be so empty. It shouldn't be unending. Life and death are final. They end. And then you hear a voice. Not everything is so final as life and death for Asmin. Things can continue onwards into eternity. And then you see above the spire a familiar sight to you, the eclipsed eye of Abaddon. And then you begin to hear it, the buzzing. Hundreds, thousands, millions of flies buzz in your ears and this maddening cacophony of just pulsation. And the ground beneath you almost feels to writhe in life or unlife as well. And then, despite not moving, you do make progress to the base of a stairs, and you hear the click, click, click of skeletal feet against stone, and you see the decayed skeleton, lower half of a woman, and then her upper half comes into view as she descends the stairs, and your heart stops in your chest, and you wake up. is there something Matsumbe could roll to interpret that a little further I think as a play I want to because I want to be careful here Griffin because I think as a player I know exactly who that was Mm -hmm. and I want to know if Matsumbe knows that or if even if that's reasonable for him to know I think he would know without a roll okay cool because I know without a roll yeah nice yeah I think he would know exactly where he was Mm -hmm. and I think it was it like puts a pit in his stomach that it was like disguised to him for a moment as the boneyard. Yeah, that's terrifying. So Matumbe was greeted directly by Ergothoa, who we've talked about on a previous episode not too long ago. And all of our characters, or rather all of our characters at one time in this podcast did have a direct confrontation with a deity, with Desna. Very cool. But that's something that happens extremely rarely in this world that you actually come face to face with a god and that just happened again. I would have you roll me a religion at this point. Okay. 34. I think Matumbe would know, especially as somebody that's interacted with a god before. This wasn't meant to be like a two-sided conversation Mm -hmm. with you, but clearly a divine vision was just sent. And you'd know that's exceedingly rare as well. He's definitely frightened, but I think he's kind of given the same pause that I am in this moment in that there didn't seem to be any clear message or warning or what have you. She was just kind of making her presence known. And that's conflicting. Like, what does she actually want? Why would she just show herself and then the vision end? That's interesting. Yeah, the only real message Mitumbe received was that Life and death are final, but not all things need to be that way. Right, right. Very cryptic. But as Freya and Rune enter the room, you know, Matumbe is thrashing in the finality of this dream, and he wakes with a start to you guys, like, in the open doorway. (laughs) With our weapons drawn. (laughs) Rune, Freya, I I have just had a vision. Oh, we can talk about that, but also there was someone outside of our window can do you are was someone in here was it really a vision or was was someone in here to be clear i didn't use my vision i had a vision (laughs) (laughs) i i saw the pallid princess herself she spoke to me addressing me i don't know why you said you saw someone yourselves did you also see agathroa no i was woken up by a bat scratching on our window and then when we look outside of the window, there are footprints on the wall. Mm. That doesn't feel normal. We kind of need your brain. How worrying. Let's let the bear sleep and handle this ourselves. <laughs> 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 hey bear, after all the commotion, you would be awoken as well. Well, are they still there? I mean, did you scare them off with the weapons before they got the chance to say hi? Well, so the the bat flew away, and I'm assuming that the bat was the the person, but 
Maybe we follow the footsteps? I'm a little bit worried there might be more dead vampires on top of this roof. Mm. That would be suspicious for us. <laughs> we should check your window out too. See if someone was trying to spy on us. Your counsel is wise, Freya. And Matumbe goes and checks out his window. Do you want a perception check here, Griffin? You're opening the window, I assume. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, maybe a perception check. Oh, real bad here. 33. Yeah, real <laughs> really terrible. Bad. I, I got a three and a two and then a decent modifier. Yeah. Admittedly, yes. So you open the window, you look out, and you see footprints on your window as well. Um, notably, they are child-sized. Absolutely not. I don't like that. I don't like that your kid came to, to check on you. And Aww. You notice... For an instant, it might be the bleariness of just waking up and still getting the sleep out of your eyes. In some of those footprints, just a crushed dead butterfly. That also very creepy. <laughs> you shake your head for a moment and, and it's nothing. It's just the footprints. Well, a child-sized creature walked up these walls. Uh, I guess I could ask Kiza if she was the one who visited in the night. I don't know why she would have ran, though. We're plenty familiar and friendly. And also, uh, is it really safe for her to be out at night? These days, I think not. She's a full vampire, and there are killers, like, definitely on the loose. Hopefully she doesn't have a lot of spawn. I'll have to talk to her about that. <laughs> Too young. <laughs> well... There had to be some reason why she came all this way. There, do we want to go up to the roof? Yeah, because I do think ours were bigger feet, which means two visitors. She may have traveled with Evelyn. They're very close. If it was truly them, why would they risk the journey to I come here and then leave? Just to run away? The logic escapes me. Which is why I say we have to at least maybe, I don't know, go up to the roof or see if, like, some, send some sort of signal back that we are awake. Set up the roof. Mm -hmm. The roof, yeah. Sure. You climb up onto the roof. That was the direction the feet were going, right? They went up to the window. Oh, did they just walk straight up the wall to the window? You know and that vampires have spider climb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means they wouldn't have been on the roof. Yeah, it doesn't look like the footprints extend up mm -hmm. onto the roof. Okay, then we just have to check down and outside. Yeah, uh, that like alleyway or whatever. See right. if there's mm -hmm. anything there or any prints or anything. Sure. Worth looking. Mm -hmm. You head down to the alleyway. Make me a perception check. 26. I'm absolutely on fire with these. This was a 44. Ooh, nice. Got me again. I'm at a 39. Dang, I got a 34. Yep. You can all see in the kind of garbage in this alley, you see a human leg poking out. Oh, bad Kiza. Let's check out the leg. <laughs> I will talk to the girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> you haven't seen me in years, but I'm your father. <laughs> it's, listen to me now. This is going to go over well. Eating people and watching me sleep is... <laughs> red flag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to uncover this body. See yeah, what's you, going you, on here. You approach the body. It's sheet white. Okay. Is there anyone we recognize? Looks to just be a, you know, a regular. Maybe a, maybe a homeless person. Can I do a heel check to look for like mm -hmm. bite marks? I want to determine if this is a vampire that was killed and drained, or if this was a person that was just like a victim of a vampire, because that's been happening. Pale doesn't necessarily Let's mean one way teeth. or the other. Yes. All right. So Freya is on top of investigating this dead body. I rolled a natural 20 for a 32. Well, something you notice without the check is that the head is almost completely cleanly cut through, like mm -hmm. the, the neck. Mm -hmm. But you do notice 
puncture wounds with that high of a check, you're able to make out like puncture wounds in the kind of, you know, grisly neck area. Looks like this was a human. You, you can't, you don't find any fangs or anything. Um, it looks like they were drained. The, the slash, it was not a lot of blood, not as much blood as you would expect. So it looks like potentially they were fed upon and then instead of them rising as a spawn or something, they were nearly decapitated. So in my head, originally the rooms were across from another, but like if they're next to each other and this is just in the alley. I figured they were across from each other too. Okay, so we need to go to the other side of the building. You guys are across the hallway. So like they're on one side with one alley, the other group is on the other side that kind of like opens up to the city. Gotcha. I would like to check out that side as well. Just, um, again, I, I don't know. Maybe there's someone who maybe saw someone walk straight up the wall. Some sort of bad signal. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Do I hear anyone yell, Pat? <laughs> no, no. You're bad. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Danny Absalom's not here. Yeah, on your side... We have a ranger and we have an inquisitor that has the tracking thing. Uh, you can f- you can follow the distinct set of footsteps that go up the wall down for a little bit of ways, but it looks like they like from the air appeared mm. and oh. then walked up maybe twenty feet and then walked up the up the side. All that right, a, that's a choice. They could have just flown the whole way. Well, I mean, there's nothing else, right? Yeah, we still we still need to get our rest in. Yes. Like we're still kind of in trouble if we don't do that. So I think we should finish that up. But we do have some very unanswered questions. I don't I don't know. Like, do we like need to tell someone there's a dead body in the alleyway? Like we made that police <laughs> chief connection. <laughs> like we just uncovered this body and then wandered over to the other side of the building. We move the body. <laughs> I don't oh, no, like no. a connection to that. <laughs> yeah, Bear, you can take care of this, right? You hungry yet? <laughs> <laughs> but actually... The meat would be rather dry, but, I mean, it's still meat, right? Jerky. Jerky. <laughs> yeah? I mean, I could get rid of the body. Okay, well, no, we're not actually doing that. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> I'll take it for the dead. Oh, boy. Just a leg? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you like, sneak back out during the night, that's no business of mine. But are we going to contact the police right now is, I guess, the question. Or do we leave this body all night? Right. We cover it back. We can't just leave it. Well, we are clearly incriminated for it. The- Count- yeah, like counterpoint. No one saw us do this. Like see the body. We don't want to get bogged down in giving testimonials and shit for an entire day while we have actually important stuff to do. I understand it's probably our civic duty to report this crime and what we know about it, but like, we had a plan to do like five things. We will. We got to do. Hey, how far is the police station? You got a message nine one one. Send a message. In how far is morning? it? Anonymous tip line. Is it- Anonymous message line. <laughs> when we get to it in the morning. Sam. Like, is the police station close? It's it's a walk. I was just gonna say. Do you want to walk fifteen minutes and? Counterpoint, can we disguise it, drop it off, and leave? Can we just tell the bartender, like, hey, man, I saw a leg back there. Is there, like, some drunk guy hanging out in your alley? And then he'll check it out and be like, oh, fuck, that guy's dead. Like, I should call the cops. Good call. I assumed the bar was closed. Yeah, it's like, come on. It's like three in the morning. (laughs) Oh, bar's closed at two here? Come on. (laughs) Sorry. Let's just leave it be and report it some time when we're like walking past it while we're furniture shopping sounds good how obvious are the footprints on the wall because let's at least smudge those up then yep i mean they were not obvious to you you just were just really good eyes. 30 plus perception you know good eyes. okay yeah so then let's go you don't think a commoner would Mm. pick them out But a commoner would pick out the exposed dead body. Yeah, they, you know. The, Look, they don't have DNA. You can push the leg in, I guess, if you yeah. wanted to. They don't have DNA tracking equipment. I know that we touched the body, but it's fine. Air bear nabs a toe. Technically, corpses are objects. I guess somebody could object read it. 
Mm. <laughs> no, that person's gone. Who's the last person that touched it? <gasps> it's Freya. Uh-oh. It's Freya examining <laughs> the neck wound. <laughs> so you leave it? Is there any way we could <laughs> anonymously alert? Oh, there's no way to like send a message or ring a emergency, oh, not emergency bell, but like. Someone will take the trash out or something. Someone's going to. If we saw his leg poking out, someone else will see a leg poking out eventually. Eventually, yeah. Rune's going to write a note with her offhand, so it's going to be trash. We found this body at three in the morning. <laughs> it's been dead at least since then. Hey, I think there's some dude sleeping in your trash, and then put the note on the bar, and then go up. I was gonna as, as we head upstairs, uh, Matume side-eyes the note, and it just looks like the, the lyrics to <laughs> Nightman, Damon. Who's <laughs> <laughs> not going to help at all. <laughs> Or, or put it in the suggestion box that doesn't ever get read. <laughs> <laughs> suggestion, clean up alley corpse. Rune left-handedly drew a stick figure with X's in their eyes next to the trash. <laughs> it's not even writing. No, it's a, it's a map. <laughs> I drew a map to the body. <laughs> you are here. Leg down stick figure. <laughs> yeah, that's probably most accurate. Big X's over the eyes. <laughs> so you guys go back to go bed. Go to bed. And we sleep soundly. Matumbe, make me a perception check. Oh boy, here we go again. Okay. There we go. There's a 41. You're laying down to go to sleep. Air bear softly snoring you see his little fuzzy body rising and falling like you would like when you would look over to see make sure your dog's breathing with his new textured pajamas (laughs) it brings me great comfort yeah (laughs) you see the closet door start to open make a will save god damn it dude we asked you if anyone was in the room i thought i rolled high all right, here we go. Oh, do you think they went in there after we went to investigate? Now, th- now this is going to be important. Yeah. <laughs> How many beds are in this room? Is this a two twin situation or a one queen situation? Because if so, <laughs> then I would get a bonus to my will save for being by an ally. <laughs> I'm going to say it's it, you, you guys got your uh, your double double full or whatever they do. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the only reason why Air Bear's not covered in sweat. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think the extra plus one would have helped me on that total nineteen. It's not high. No, it's not. You're frozen in place. You think to cry out when you see the door opening, but your breath catches in your throat, and you see a small shadow leave the closet. Mm-hmm. Two little red motes blink as she walks into the moonlight. Daddy, you didn't even say goodbye. Why would you leave us, Daddy? Yeah, that was an oversight. <laughs> she climbs up onto the bed and kind of sits by your feet and just tilts her head watching you. I don't want you to leave me, Daddy. And to be clear, Matumbe is completely, effectively, like, paralyzed, can't speak, can't respond or anything. You're fully dominated. I'm worried the answer to the question, how many spawn do you have, is about to go from zero to one. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Like, I'm very genuinely worried about that. Father-daughter dance is going to be fucking weird. (laughs) Eventually, you, in a silent, stiff, just stare... At your daughter, eventually, your more human base needs take over and you fall asleep. In the morning, she's gone. Yeah, but whatever that command is, that's like days. Yeah, I'm dominated for a while. Zoom. Matumbe, now that you're awake, you feel bad. You feel that that spot where you were drained. It itches. Your neck's kind of swollen. You've contracted the vampire corruption. Oh, man. 
Now, wait a second. Everybody gets one. I already had Vance in my head for a few episodes, so I thought I was clear. <laughs> you think a few episodes is enough? <laughs> he took my character. <sighs> Vampire corruption. Yes. Oh, dear. Hmm. You suddenly look less appetizing to Air Bear. <laughs> Dude, you've changed. <laughs> <laughs> is probably the most at risk because I'm like not 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 undead but also you just taste bad yeah right Freya has so many diseases though no one's mm. gonna want her blood disease meat man did we just protect ourselves from our bear this whole time you did oh yeah <laughs> our bear's gonna be stuck eating homeless people legs drained <laughs> legs from now on you look over to our bear he just looks stuffed <laughs> <laughs> he burps and like a patch of clothes flies out of his mouth. Bartender yeah. uses my map. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. <laughs> it's a smear on the ground. A small creature just ate a medium. That is how much. All right. Vampirism. You salivate when blood is spilled and struggle against the urge to sink your teeth into the necks of friends and innocence. That's bad news. There's lots and lots of text on the progression, the catalyst, and all of that fun stuff I will need to read up in between episodes, but it looks like I may need to have a manifestation. Ooh, interesting. I'll have to read these, yeah. Yep. So we're playing by the beneficial corruption rules again. Mm -hmm. So you do get an initial manifestation, you get a stain and a boon, but you don't have to take the stains any further unless you want more boons. Got it. So, like, Eclipse has made great use of, you know, getting a decent amount of boons that comes at a cost, but, you know, she gets that, like, freedom of movement and that kind of stuff. Um, so, we can discuss before the next episode. In case this is relevant, Rune has blood crystal arrows, and if she shoots something, it'll suck blood up into, uh, into it, and it's fully drinkable. Yeah, that's immediately relevant. <laughs> I'm going to be needing them. <laughs> Because uh, sometimes there's just a little, it's just a little bit of temptation yeah. for Rune, so she's had them. But sounds like more than one will need it. So what are you guys doing? Let's go furniture shopping after that weird night. Yeah, that was that was something else. And we can stop by the sheriff on the way there if the body's still in the alleyway. Emily, what is you just want to try to do the right thing? The sheriff. Okay, Freya is a good character and there is a dead body in the alleyway like presumably someone is missing and like there's a family now missing a family member you're implicated hey i'm like actually pretty good mapping here do you think they could recognize that i made that map it has your signature written all over it the bartender is like is one of the kids at the bar using (laughs) 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 yeah Rune's gonna walk downstairs and look at the bartender. And also, we should check outside in the alley. Seriously, that's probably the first thing we should do. I don't want to go take it to the sheriff's office. You go outside to the alley? Yes. The body is gone. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, but that means that someone took it then. Hey, that Freya, looks like they got the map. They got it taken care of. Clearly, they got the map. I hope it's that simple. I'm worried it's not, but I'm really hoping you're right. I mean, it feels simple. Body was there. I left a map. It was a perfect map. Came back. Body's gone. Yeah, that is the only explanation. Yeah. Uh, other question though. Um, did we actually get furniture store names besides the like the generic ones? And do we do? Were there like was there any one of those in particular that was better? I don't know. I think part of this morning would be gathering information around the city about furniture makers. Um, So that would be a diplomacy check to gather information. Yeah, because we have that list. It's just what is actually relevant. If, yeah, even if any of them are. Well, and we have like a reference to try to compare to for the stake. But we have to find the stores to actually compare it to. We go to, go to the breakfast bar. Absolutely. Hey Matumbe, I know that it looked like you had maybe a rough night of sleep, 
but you're probably the best one of us to to try and find a furniture store. Do you are you feeling up to that? I I, I feel uh, yeah. I have to find a find a store. Yeah, I could I could I could try and do that. Yeah, where are we headed again? We had a couple names. Yeah, uh, don't don't we have a post a steak or no? You yes, do. and you, we you have yeah. some of the um, some of the furniture legs. Mm-hmm. And we were given some names of stores that yeah. sold that type yeah. of stuff. Eastern Elm, I Coffin think- and Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one was Ustalav and Freight. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those were the three I had written down. I think if we just start, though, by, like, showing and asking. Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, diplomacy together information. It's going to take you a couple hours to get somebody to... I could try to aid. those furniture legs... Rune will That's sit down and eat. He cannot help us. What is it, local? Or uh, no, diplomacy? No, diplomacy? Okay, I can help. Brett aids. Oh, yeah. Do you aid, Brooks? I do. I do. 24 total. Then. With a 24, you're not quite able to come up with um, a definitive answer, but it just kind of adds places that you could look. You do get the name of a local carpenter he doesn't specialize in furniture but he might be someone to talk to about the make of this mm-hmm. might be a better you know better than like a layman on the street so you at least get that information with your diplomacy check his name's Giovanni and he he's not located too far from from the hotel or from the inn so you could um, check in with him and ask we have the time I don't see why not yeah, I I mean, our next plans aren't until the evening. Sure. Uh, you head to this man's kind of woodworking shop. Inside, there's, there's all kinds of wooden crafts, all the way from children's toys to two pieces of furniture, like benches, wooden chests, uh, and even as intricate as, like, raw wood tables and that kind of thing. Uh, but it doesn't look like the majority of what's in here is furniture. It actually looks like... He is, well, does anybody have knowledge engineering? Oh, yeah. Yep. Looks like a real wood guy. 17, 32. It looks like some of these projects kind of have wooden gears and wooden cranks. Like they're, you know, with those engineering checks, you'd think they, they're actually designed mechanisms. Which you don't often see made out of wood, but, you know, some people do make those kind of things out of wood. There is a man kind of sawing away at the back of the workshop. Hello, my friend. Oh, hey there. How's it going? And he waves at you, and you see notably his three middle fingers appear to be jointed like wooden what appendages. Whoa. Oh, interesting. That's cool. Uh, the name's Giovanni, but most people call me the wood guy. Well, Mr. Guy, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is Matume. This is Freya, Rune, and Air Bear. We had heard you are quite the carpenter here. Yeah, I specialize in all kinds of wood. <laughs> There's something you came in here interested about? Yes, actually. I am trying to find who made a particular piece of furniture, I think, to replace it. All I have is the leg. Do you think you might be able to identify it for me? I've seen wood from all, all around Califas. I'm pretty sure I could recognize and make a model of a wo- anything made out of wood. Most of the buildings I know, I know exactly who made them. All about how much, uh, you know, how much care people put into their wood. Why don't you hand it over? I'll take a look. <laughs> you got it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of holds the the stick. Oh, now somebody must have sharpened the end here because that doesn't look like any table leg that I've ever seen. Yeah, that's why we need the replacement. What kind what kind of animals you have that are chewing it down to this level? You got to put you got to put really? like some. Like pepper, like hot pepper spray, or maybe green apple spray on the bottom of your furniture. We got furniture. big mice. 
I put a pause finger oh, up to, so, to no 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 don't apologize. I put a finger up because I wanted to jump in that saying that we got a bad rat problem, but you beat me to it. <laughs> Giovanni stares daggers at your bear. Oh, I see. <laughs> this is someone totally can't, can't keep his news. mouth to himself when it's when Wood's concerned. <laughs> There is no issues here when it comes to eating Zivod, so... You don't know the half of it. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to. He eats, like, everything, and I mean it. Well, don't be eating yeah. anything in my store. No, see, the, the contraptions here, they are very interesting. The, the fingers, did you make those yourself? <laughs> yeah. Out of necessity, you know, can't pick your nose if you don't have any fingers, am I right? Or oh, wipe your ass? <laughs> you can wipe your ass with your other hand. He pulls <laughs> up another damage hand. <laughs> I wouldn't even try it with this one. Too many splinters. So, do you know what kind of wood this is? Well, he, he pulls on some wood rim spectacles. <laughs> Who is this person? And he like, He's the wood he, guy. He turns the wood <laughs> crank and they like, <laughs> like zoom in. Oh, look at the curvature of this beauty. Someone really did a number on her before the before the carving. Oh wow, this one's uh, the, these are all kind of rich mahogany. Now that I look at them, does he got some nice hogs over here? Come. <laughs> Someone must have turned these, uh, you know, they look well-rounded, well-sanded. Um, you know, at least at least mid-range priced. Do you know who normally would make something like this? I think I do. This looks like the... Um, I thought you were saying, I think I make these. No, no, I don't make these. <laughs> I think um, I think you can get these on uh, most of the... Most of the armchairs at the uh, the old uh, coffin and bucket, you know, they're they're best known for their coffins. Obviously, it's in the name, but uh, their furniture is pretty good too. Uh, I'd say it's about, you know, maybe a bit overpriced. You can find them in almost any big city, but you know, if you really wanted a special piece, you'd come to someone like me. But uh, they've got, you know, they got a lot of matching sets and that kind of thing. You could easily find uh, several things with legs like these. But would you not consider this a unique piece? Or is this something that all crate and buckets may carry? Coffin. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Coffin and bucket, I guess. My mistake. I mean, yeah, you could you could probably this is probably part of the you know, part of the seasonal catalogue of most uh, coffins and buckets. Um but there's only you know, there's only a few in in Ustalav, and the Caliphas one's the only one in the area. Ah, that is important information. Thank you. So I suspect if you found these and if you bought these, in, now, that's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Did you did you buy the furniture secondhand? Or why don't you know where these are from? It's a friend's house that we're staying at. You're chewing the furniture <laughs> at your friend's house. And therein lies our problem. Therein lies our problem. It's one of those you want to try and fix it before the parents come home type of thing. We are staying at our acquaintance's residence. Our uh, mousy friend got a little hungry, chewed on the furniture. We're trying to replace it with an identical piece before a transgression is revealed. I'm coming up with lies so fast I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, sure, makes perfect sense. We've all been in that kind of scenario with, uh, you know, when we bring questionable company around the furniture. That is always a good time, no? Hasn't been a table leg. This one hasn't tried to ram down his gullet. <laughs> well, when it's mahogany, there's always that possibility. Now, listen, I understand the temptation of shoving wood in your mouth, but we... We all gotta, you know, how do you think I lost these three fingers? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure that <laughs> those fingers could be... Well, I don't, I don't know. There, there are many ways. Look, we won't let him around the furniture again. Do you know the carpenter of the local coffin and bucket? 
Mm, that might be, um, Cedric Cedar over there. <laughs> That's what he goes by. I go by Wood Guy. That's when people people say, you know, hey, I want a special order from Wood Guy. They're referring to me. Is he your competitor? When they want a cedar special, they go to Cedric Cedar. No, I, I'd say we, you know, if you, if you look in my store, it's not mostly furniture. I make all kinds of stuff, you know, prosthetics, that kind of thing, too. Cedric Cedar's mostly um, mostly a furniture guy. You know, he, he dabbles in upholstery as well. Ah, uh, so a little bit more boring. Mm. Can't pick your nose with furniture, am I right? <laughs> he sticks his wooden finger <laughs> up his nose. God damn it! Do you expect <laughs> for us to find this Cedric Cedar at Coffin and Bucket, or does he have a shop nearby? Oh, he'd probably be there. They have a warehouse and stuff and an adjunct woodworking place where he's probably, you know, working, I guess. Working harder, hardly working, am I right? That's what they say. Stand around there with your finger in your nose. <laughs> Bringing it back <laughs> to that. Everybody has their quirks, except mine. I'm a pretty normal individual, I think. All right. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, we appreciate your services, my friend. Um. Well, come I on over to me if you ever need a hand. <laughs> wiggles his uh, wiggles his fingers at you. Yeah, I'll keep uh, I'll keep you in mind. Do you ever make bows? Cause that might be cool in the future. Oh, of course, out of all kinds of woods. All right, cool. I don't usually string them though. I got a string guy. You know, I'm wood guy. He's string guy. <laughs> <laughs> but together we make some great bows. <laughs> Please take no offense at this. I do not want to meet String Guy. <laughs> what, you don't? <laughs> he goes by Dr. Floss. <laughs> what part of his anatomy did he replace with String? Now you'd be surprised if I were to tell you. I think you better see it for yourself. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Wood Guy and String Guy might have a lot in common. Yeah, they both have body parts made out of their specialty. It's fine. We should. This is normal. We should probably go see Cedar, who makes regular furniture. <laughs> Cedric Cedar <laughs> sounds straight from from coffin and bucket. Sounds straight out of the adventure path. <laughs> He's a real straight shooter. <laughs> Any pointers before we head? Because otherwise we're going to walk out the door. I'd say probably read page 52 if you want to know more about Cedric Cedar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the bluff on this. Cedric Cedar is not a real NPC. Get on out of here. <laughs> All right, let's go. And actually, as we walk along, can Air Bear kind of like pull Matumbe aside and, be, and say, Bell... Mutumbe, I didn't want to say this in front of anybody else, but if you could look pale, you certainly do right now. Are you feeling okay? I've traveled a long way, man. These past few months have been quite taxing. I think it's starting to finally catch up on me. I've seen things most men never have. I've done things that most wouldn't believe. It's difficult sometimes, and this morning I felt it worse than most. I still feel it now. I... I expect to perform just fine if my investigative talents or my battle prowess is needed, but I think I'm okay for now. Thank you for asking, though. In my travels, there have not been many times when I have been able to say that I have had friends on the road and, well, I want to keep you around. I hope that I that you can call me the same, but I wanted to make sure you're okay. And if you say so, that is 
good enough for me? And, and at this, Matumbe's face kind of breaks out in a smile, probably for the first time today. Herbert, you have been a valuable traveling companion over the last several weeks, and I'm glad to hear you consider me a friend. You are a good man, an excellent fighter, and an even better friend. I know I can always count on you. And the same for you. When this is all done, I would be remiss if we just parted ways indefinitely. Yes. Stay in touch, my good friend. <laughs> we can be pen pals. Are you guys like departing now? Stay in touch. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going to get wood fingers. <laughs> Summer's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sign my yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So you make your way to the coffin end bucket. Yep. Made me a perception check. I rolled above 15 again for this perception check for a 41. Oh, geez, yeah. Rune's eyes are on fire. Jeez, the wheel and woe here, and I got that whoa. 24. Uh, no, no, 34, 34. But I mean, like, Whoa, 34. No, but like she's routinely crushing me on these. Only a 31 for Freya. Uh, I got Steve's uh, fake number with 24. <laughs> well, all of you can see this. It's across the street. It actually takes up like two city blocks. Whoa. And, and remember, like this is fantasy city. So, like, it's not actually that huge, but it's not like a New York City block, but still. Uh, It takes up, like, two full plots. There's a sign that you kind of recognize across the street from the coffin and bucket, and it reads the nobleman's stitch. Oh! Oh, Ed Turner's shop. Hmm. Wow. How fortuitous. You all see this sign, don't you? Yeah, I I do see and read that sign. This feels like an odd coincidence. Do you think maybe, you know, when you point your finger, three come back at you type of thing with Ed. Ed was blaming the one guy. Don't remember having wooden prosthetic fingers, <laughs> but... <laughs> Perhaps. But this is a very fair point, Rune. It could be that he was trying to throw blame on someone else. He's very close, indeed, to this shop. There is supply of the wooden stakes. He's a vampire, though. Why would he want to harm his own kind? I don't know, but they're blaming another vampire already. That is a very fair point. Perhaps we stop by our friend's residence and see if he's there. Do or place of business, I should say. Should we just just do a quick double check? Like, I mean, I mostly trust Wood Guy, but should we just at least pop in and make sure that they match and then go talk to him? Y- yes, that makes much more sense. Okay. I agree. We could see if they'd let us know if anyone's put in a big purchase recently. Yes. So you had to coffin oh. and bucket, and inside are many fancy stand mixers and coffins. Stand mixers? Yes. Stand mixers <laughs> and coffins. And keep in mind keep in mind you're you're on the record saying this is in the adventure path. <laughs> That's what they said in the book. Are these also wooden? No no that's no, no, wood no, no, guy. Wooden. That would that's be wood, wood guy. guy. That'd be, that's wood, wood guy. There's some metal in here. Oh, okay, okay. So they they <laughs> may, they use the wood to mostly make coffins and some furniture, but yeah, also yeah. use there's the a little metal. metal. Yeah, there's the metal yeah, there's some metal buckets in here. Okay. <laughs> mm. You'd be shocked by the quality. In what you know, way? You're selling, you're selling, <laughs> you're yeah, selling I, some superior bedrolls. It really would have to be a high quality bucket to give me pause. <laughs> you, know, you look at the first bucket as you enter, and it's got this glassy finish. You can almost see your reflection in it. Looks like it was spit shine. Holy shit! <laughs> what a bucket! <laughs> All right, <laughs> so can we go to the armchair section? Yeah, we're just going to walk the shop floor. You're going to walk the shop floor? Yeah. You get a couple, like, uh, you know, a couple 
salespeople come up to you. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you with a fabric swatch? No, but we need to match what? this to furniture uh, arm shares, and then also all of your sales records of everyone that you sold <laughs> <laughs> I'm merely a floor uh, worker. I, I'm person. not at liberty to give you all of the um, all of our sales records. A large mouse has chewed our table. Leg. You understand? <laughs> we would have we to take in. that back to corporate in order to get you uh, the sales records for this location. Does this table leg look familiar? It's a chair leg. Chair leg. If we trust Wood Guy, I guess. Oof. Do we trust I'd... Wood Guy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that looks like it's uh, maybe from the Recline Express 2. <laughs> Are you looking for a similar model? I'm looking for the exact model. No replacements. Well, we can't do an exchange with just the legs. But, but we want the exact same thing. Do you have the exact same thing? Yes, the Recline Express 2 is one of our most popular chairs. Uh, I, was, I was worried it had been discontinued and then was like questioning who's yeah. bought, purchased a lot of them. Have, you has, have any been purchased lately? Oh yes, they're very popular. Has there been any sort of missing chairs? from your inventory lately like usually our asset protection team doesn't really worry about the furniture it's quite difficult to steal that that does make a lot of sense huh usually our small trink <laughs> our, we, we, our asset protection team is more concerned about the small trinkets that people mm -hmm. you know they put them into their belt pouches and head out is there anyone that you've sold to or you've heard some of your friends uh, and co-workers talking about that was just kind of odd. Something stood out about them. They didn't seem quite right. Or bought like five chairs. <laughs> and you're like, why does he need that many chairs? Now, it's interesting. Uh, somebody put in a special order for replacement legs recently. Oh, really? Yes, I, I imagine um, I imagine our friends across the street at uh, the Nobleman's Stitch might be tailoring to some destructive clientele if their if their chairs legs are normally our products are quite sturdy I assure you. He's gotten his outfit recently from there, so I guess this kind of makes sense, huh? And and Rune's gonna point to Air Bear. Oh, it might be that uh, after <laughs> did you chew on their chairs as well? That would explain the bulk order. He's a menace. There was no chewing for me. The, I did not dis destroy any of the uh, merchandise. Look how easy he likes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, yeah, no, I'm 100% convinced, obviously, this is a turner. Yeah. He's a rat, not a beaver. God! <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yes, I was sort of conflating the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, smell vanilla in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this feels very Ed Turner. I mean, if he's going to kill someone with a steak, you would think it'd be a stylish one. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think it may be time for us to have words with our friend Mr. Turner. See why he needs so many table legs. Yeah, let's, let's check in on him. Be cautious. I'm worried we don't want to accuse him of anything. If we do think he could be connected to this, should we get some more information or at least approach him cautiously? Yeah, I think general caution would be good. We just—I don't know how we're gonna say this without coming off a, a little funny. My friend, may I ask you who put in the order? Was it a? He's, he said it was. He said it was like the shop across the street. Like, is it Ed Turner by himself in this shop? Does he have people that he works with? Mm. I just want to make sure if we're gotcha. If we're identifying this specific person. Oh yes, was a well. I don't know that I can give out customer records. Right. I want to make a diplomacy check. I'm not gathering information mechanically, so my diplomacy is not going to be good. 
I'll throw the inspiration on there. Okay. All right. With the inspiration, that is a dirty 20. Well, I guess if you're if you're just going to go across the street and get a testimonial, if you promise you're going to come back here and buy something, I could give you the information. Uh, a woman came came by by the name of Shala, I think it was, and she had gathered up quite a few legs, apparently to replace several chairs. Now that's an interest. Would you be able to identify this woman again if you had to? Oh, yes. She was kind of crystalline. That makes sense. Rock-ish. Huh. That's weird. That's suspicious. Hmm. Like made of rock? Like yellow rock, I'm guessing. I know who this is. I think she was one of those planes-touched people. I try not to judge when people... It's a part of our customer service uh, training that we don't obviously discriminated against any customer. So I try not to look shocked. We don't often get many planar infused customers in the shop. But uh, I have I had recognized her. I think she's like the day shift manager over there. Is this a common practice? Do they replace the furniture every once in a while? It seemed like one big order. How curious. About enough for seven or eight chairs. Maybe they just got scuffed up and they wanted it to look nice. They're pretty easy to assemble and disassemble. Yeah, I guess uh, we can walk over and and see how they look now. Yes. And when we come back, we'll buy your finest bucket. Uh, (laughs) I know I thought you were going for a more expensive model. I assumed that bucket in the window was pretty expensive. Why are you asking all these questions about chair legs if you're buying a bucket? (laughs) Changed my mind. (laughs) So you guys are heading across the street? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. As you approach, you do see several mannequins in the window sporting the latest, most elegant fashions of the day. This is kind of very contrasted to the kind of styles that were in Turner's shop in the Vampire Underground. Those were much more antique-looking clothing, maybe befitting the older vampire clientele. But this is all modern fashion on these mannequins. You also notice that the windows, the entire establishment, as you look up, even the second floor windows, all have these thick sun curtains in them. That makes sense. Uh, before you enter, I need you to finish your drinks. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.